Greetings and hello everyone. I'm Dr. Marianne Mercer. Welcome to my Positive Life Answers podcast. I am your podcast host and your self-improvement expert, Dr. Marianne Mercer, and you can call me Dr. Mary. Welcome to episode 29, daily actions and routines for making improvements in your life and making sure they stick. Why should you listen to my podcast? You might be wondering if you're new to my podcast. I am a book author, speaker, psychologist, and intensive coaching co-creator, which is a unique patented method. My co-author, Dr. Michael Mercer, and I had created I have worked successfully with thousands of people over the years, and I have a proven track record with my coaching clients and as well as myself. I have achieved many things in my life despite obstacles. I share these adventures with you via my story. And lastly, I co-authored many books, including Spontaneous Optimism, Proven Strategies for Health, Prosperity, and Happiness, and my recent book, bouncing back from difficult times. So please refer to my trailers listed in this podcast platform if you want some more details about me or check out PositiveLifeAnswers.com and you can read more detail about my background and my bio. But let's get back to today. So welcome to episode 29, daily actions and routines for making improvements in your life. In my Positive Life Answers podcast, my goal is to help you transform the quality of your life and help you create the life you desire. The goal of this podcast is to help you make improvements and changes in practical and empowering ways. So let's create the best life ever. If you're new and just discovered my podcast, a warm welcome, and I'm really glad you found me. So don't forget to follow, press that follow button so you can follow me on this podcast so you don't miss out on future episodes. Thank you for those who have been following me and support my podcast. So please leave your positive rating and review on your favorite podcast platform. So today we're talking about daily actions and routines for making improvements in your life. I'm going to talk about the truth of what happens when you get into a habit a routine rut. I am answering questions that came up from my last few episodes, and I'll explain a little bit more of that in a second. But today you're going to learn making daily routines and habits that stick in your quest to make improvements or changes in your life, and specific actions that will make you more successful. And then lastly, I have an important, what I call routine hack for you. So stick around to the end and you'll discover what that is. And it's really different. So it should make a big difference in your quest to make improvements or changes in your life. So let's get started. If you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you know, I talk about making changes and improvements in your life and transforming your life in any area of your life, whether it's your career, your life personally, with your family, friends, and just yourself. And overall, in making changes in any areas of your life, it takes courage. We talk about how it takes courage to make improvements and changes in your life. That you have to be brave to look at your life and the narratives or stories that you develop about why you can and can't make changes in your life. We explored some of these issues in some previous podcast episodes in my podcast series. Listen to episode 24 about creating productive habits. We talked about in detail five steps to create a habit or routine that really works and the reasons why you may fail. And then recently, the last two episodes really have hit home to some of my listeners and that is episode 27 and 28. We talked about in 27, we talked about challenges and setbacks because that is such a common occurrence. 
and it doesn't need to drag you down. We talked about getting a puck in over and over when setbacks happen. And then the last one, episode 28, living your dreams about what to do and how to get in touch with what your dreams actually are and how to get your way out of a kind of a life rut, I called it. So, but today's podcast, so please give those a listen to. It really will help you. And if you can't, or don't want to, today's podcast will still give you some information and you won't feel lost in the process. So today's podcast is a way to answer and address questions from my listeners. I love getting feedback and email questions from you all because it inspires me to create this episode. And thank you to the listener who took the time to send me a Wall Street Journal short mini article on what they call the new science of making habits stick and some of my opinions about that new science or old science we'll figure it out today so listen to those episodes for details on what to do such as you know episode 24 we will discuss today what to do to support your vision for your life and your goals and your wishes just to make some improvements or changes in your life so let's talk about the new science the new science of making habits stick and some of you have been listening to me for a while will kind of recognize where I might agree or not agree. And we'll talk about that as we go along. So recent research has shown that it can take up to four months or more to create a new routine and habit, especially if it's more complicated. And uh, I always told you, and it's not new science, it's old science to me because of my steps to create habits that really work. I talked to you about the four to six week period of time that it does take to anchor in a habit for yourself. So I agree with that. The important thing and the lesson that I got out of this article, and it's always good to see other people's research to see how I can even improve and make better uh, recommendations for you. One big lesson that they talked about was uh, you'll have better luck if you can simplify the process and repeat it often. Quote, they said, finding ways to make it fun and setting realistic expectations about how long it will take to establish a habit is really important to understand. And yes, I have talked about that. You have to uh, make some specific steps to support your vision for your life or your aspirations. Small but gradual steps to get there. And making it interesting and fun for you is one thing. However, I talk about heartfelt goals. Once you find your heartfelt goals and vision for your life, it lights your fire. Fun is good too. However, if you don't get in touch with your heartfelt aspirations and desires by asking yourself those magic questions of what do I really want to have in my life right now? What do I need to change? How would I feel in a few years if I didn't make those changes in my life? Once you answer those questions, and there were more, and you'll see that in previous episodes, you will find this release of energy coming out of you and this excitement to make these changes in your life. While I agree with them that fun and setting realistic expectations is good, you have to take a step before that and recognize and identify your heartfelt desires. And to make things easier to understand in this podcast, I think it's important to use an example. And I think a real concrete example is, say one of your uh, desires right now is just to feel better 
in your body feeling healthier. So we'll call that a health habit. Say you want to uh, start walking and that's a good gentle way to get started walking. And as I taught you, you need to put a number to that. So if your desire is to walk five times a week, we need to write that down and simplify it. What I like about the recent research that it really reinforces my um, teachings to you is that you need to keep the steps simple and repeated often. Make a simple repeated often as I did talk about in living your dreams and making healthy routines, whether that is health or self-esteem or feeling good about yourself, you need to break it down into smaller, easier steps and repeat them often. They concluded in their research in the research, this was a research study done a few years ago, actually. And it said um, it takes about two to three months to build this habit. So, quote, two or three months is a safe bet on average, these behavior researchers said, to build a habit. But the more complex the behavior, the more it's going to take in terms of effort to get there. That's what they talk about. Habits are likely to develop more quickly the more often they are repeated. And I do agree with that. So thank you to the listener who sent this to me because it really got my wheels turning. And to um, add some things to the last two, three episodes and then habit uh, forming podcasts I did to make things even more uh, clear to you and easier to understand even if you just listen to today's podcast. So, um, so say your health habit is your main goal right now. Just picking that because that's something a lot of people can relate to. You want to start feeling better in your body. What's a way to do that? Taking a walk is a simple form of exercise. And if you're just starting off, it's a great way to do it. So say you want to do a walk. How many times a week? You need to put that down. For example, for myself, in addition to I do yoga, I do some strength training, but I take a walk four to five times a week. So you need to write that down if that's your goal. As you can probably understand from what I just said, the more often you repeat it, the easier it becomes. So yes, four to five times a week of walking is one way to get there to make it simple and repetitive so it happens. When are you going to walk? That's the next question you have to ask yourself. You have to plan, but you also have to be pretty flexible. Repetition and planning are really essential tools in developing a routine. Actions are habit that supports your long-term goals. My long-term goal is to have a consistent self-care, healthy habit kind of routine. That was one of my goals a while ago. And so one of them was this walking. So I put into my calendar what days I'm gonna walk. Some examples could be you know, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Sunday. But just to make it simple in this exercise today, say Monday, Wednesday, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and then Sunday's like a bonus day to do it. Look at your schedule. Think about it. Take a moment to plan. Remember, you have to repeat things and you have to plan things. And we're going to get to what happens when you're too rigid or doing these routines gets really boring and unmotivating for you. But just hang on for a second. What's really important as researchers showed that the more variable your schedule, the more likely you're to repeat that behavior. So the more variable your schedule, the more often you may practice, the more variable your schedule is. Flip-flopping times or days, the more motivated you will feel for that. So that's an important a little tidbit that I learned from this article. And as I said in previous podcasts, you have to 
have backup plans. Sometimes taking a walk in the evening is not the best time for me. So given my schedule on a week to week basis, I may need to look at what commitments I have morning or evening and work around that. So avoid being very rigid, such as, well, I'm going to walk at 7 a.m. and if I don't, it's 7 a.m. or bust. That's not a good way to look at that. So what I always talk about in these podcasts and earlier episodes and now, you need to take how many times you're going to walk a week, look at this week's schedule coming up, see if you can put it in in a way that you know you'll be successful to do it. For me, usually walking is better in the evening for me. However, recently I felt that my routine was getting a little boring and I was desiring to get out and to walk in the morning, especially with the shorter days at this time of the year. You know, the day I'm uh, recording this podcast is fall right now. So with the lack of light later in the evening, I have found that if I just get up 45 minutes earlier, I can take a walk and benefit from walking in the sun, in the daylight. That gives you a lot of energy. That gives you your vitamin D. That helps you cope with the lack of light that comes with this time of year. And of course, not every morning is good for me. However, flexibility is really important as we're talking here. So sometimes I'll walk in the morning now and sometimes in the evening. And the weekends when it's more flexible, I'll go out with my husband and we'll walk on some trails behind our property here in this area and, you know, kind of mix and step it up because you don't want to feel robotic in making changes because this is what I wanted to talk about as well because people get bored and you need to change and switch it up. You have to make it fun. So sometimes it's not motivating to have the same routine over and over because you start getting to what I call a routine rut. And as this podcast is is approaching you about making improvements and changes in your life, I'm talking about years of writing books, being interviewed on TV, radio, and magazines, and my experience in my intensive coaching clients. I have seen what works. And these are the parts of this new article that I agree with, although it's not really that new because I've been doing this with my clients for a long time, but it really brought up some good ideas for discussion today. So I want to go into a little bit of tweaks about how you can um, start doing your new routine and your habit changes today. And then we'll follow that up with a routine or um, habit hack that I'd like to share with you. So once you identify what your goal is, such as my health habit of taking a walk, for example, and I gave you the example of how many times a week and how to plan it. These days, it's so easy to just put it in your phone schedule or your phone calendar and set an alarm um, or a reminder an hour ahead of time and a half hour ahead of time to give you what I call a cue, C-U-E, to establish a cue to get you going. Every day after I get up, I'll get a reminder if it's my day to walk and it'll remind me during breakfast or when I'm just starting to start my day that this cue is that I decided that I'm going to take a walk at that time. Some other people may say, well, I want to have some quiet time for myself or meditate. And they're going to meditate every evening from 9 to 9.30. So you can use the time frame that you choose as a cue, C-U-E. Sometimes I don't pronounce my words very clearly. Time and day can be 
a cue to get you going. It can also be what I call a floating cue, that you will do it an hour after you finish working, an hour after you finish dinner. It's kind of like an if-then. A cue that's floating is, I will go take my walk when I finish this and name what the task is. So that can be one way to schedule actions that will support you in uh, doing your habit changes, um, such as walking or meditation. You know, carve out that time in advance or carve out those um, contingencies that I will do that after my family settled down so I can go take a walk in the evening. So that can be in your calendar. You can put a reminder approximately what time that is and just write it or program it into your schedule. Some people still like paper schedules. I, I do both. I think that that's a good way to remember. So establish a cue that will remind you to go and practice your routine to create the habit you desire. And preparation is always the key. And that's my next uh, tip for you. Round up your supplies. So make sure you have everything you need to practice in place where you will find it easy. Like put out your clothes for the next morning. I have certain things I wear when I do my walks. Or you might have certain clothes that you use when you do your yoga. Uh, on the days or evening that I go to yoga, I put my yoga mat and props um, right at the door. So every time I wake up and walk by them it's it's a mental signal that yes I'm gonna go to yoga even if you don't feel like it we're already prepared so set up your supplies whatever that might be or your reminders and then do your practice remember as I always taught you it takes four to six weeks to start to integrate and get a habit anchored in you and at first it's not easy but when you start doing this regularly and your practice is regular, whatever that might be. Again, we're using a health habit because it's really concrete and easy to convey to you that you do your practice and it becomes more automatic. And simple things such as the next two uh, tips that I'd like to give you is that through small changes, small daily routines of change, your whole life can shift and your mind can shift over to a new path. So remember, daily small changes of routine keep you motivated, keep you moving forward. And with that said, it's important to reward yourself. And think about after you've completed that this week, what will you do to reward yourself? After yoga, my reward is taking a sea salt bath. And that just feels so good and I sleep so well after doing that. So simple rewards for the beginning and then monthly rewards on a bigger level. So you have to think about what what lights your fire and reward yourself. And then track your progress. Sometimes I put a little star in my calendar, a little smiley face to track my progress. So track your progress and see because I don't want you to criticize yourself. I just want you to observe what happened the day you missed doing whatever habit routine or action that you want to take to make improvements and changes in your life. It's important to keep a record and it sometimes it gets lost in a shuffle if you keep a mental record. So if you have a, a paper calendar on the wall, just put a little smiley face on it. Nobody has to know what that means. And in your calendar, you can put a little star on a certain day that you did that. And remember, it's all about celebrating your accomplishments, not beating yourself up that you missed a day. Through daily small changes of routine, your whole life can shift. Just remember to enjoy the journey. So I am trying to condense many podcast episodes that I referred to in the beginning of this podcast into a simple way to make changes and improvements in your life. So remember, willpower is not a strategy. 
start with small gradual moves instead of a major overhaul because you'll just set yourself up for failure forget fear remember you're brave and you can even say that to yourself you're brave and the consequences of being fearful is to be even more stuck in a rut so forget fear and look at the positives of these kind of changes and break free of your excuses so these are important situations and and tips to remember in your quest to live your dreams develop new habits now importantly i wanted to bring up that uh, habits if you don't evaluate them after a month and you're just doing the same thing at the same time in the same mold you will get bored Recently, I found myself in that position, and I also experienced it with a client in my intensive patented coaching sessions. Before myself, I was feeling like, oh, it's starting to feel like the same old, same old. So doing things too long, too rigid, and not stirring it up makes a good difference. Before, when I was getting tired of where I was walking or the time I was walking, I decided to start riding my bicycle that I left sitting there for a couple months. So I would ride my bicycle and I rode it in a different area um, than I used to just when I go walking. So that really helped. So keep an eye on, this is getting a little boring for yourself. Those are important questions to ask you. If you're feeling bored with your steps to make a healthy habit, then it's not challenging enough for you. I mean, we're talking about starting with small gradual moves, but when the moves get too easy, the goals get too easy, take them up a notch. Review on a monthly basis where you're at by tracking your progress and seeing how many times you are reaching your number of whether it's walking or any kind of um, health habit routine or even making a shift and change in your personal life. Um, such as self-care. So this is important to understand. And lastly, today I want to leave you with this really, really important routine hack, I call it. My secret important motivational routine or habit-forming hack I have is every day when you get up, set your intention for the day. The hack here is set your intention. Get really clear about what you want to commit to and even important, why? You've got to keep reminding yourself, why is it important that I walk or go to yoga? What part of me does that take care of? What does it do for me? Write that down or think about it. The more specific you are, the more likely you are to do it. It's not just, oh, I want to meditate more. That's too uh, vague. It's I commit to meditating for 10 minutes before I wake up the kids for school today because it keeps me calm, grounded, and pleasant to be around my family. And it's good for my health. So make your intentions strong and be careful who you share it with because not everyone will understand what you're doing here. Be careful about talking about it too wisely because that can disperse energy away from it. And some people may really set into criticizing you. So set your intention and rejoice in the day. I do this routinely. And in my intensive coaching clients, I have everyone set their intention for the day. And we base it on kind of that vision for your life that we talked about. Um, If you haven't listened to those episodes about creating a vision, it might be a good time to do that now. However, if you haven't and just want a quick hack here, think about what lights your fire. That is your vision for your life. So just explore what lights your fire. What do you live for? 
and what would happen to make you rejoice in your day. And then you can set your attention to help support your vision and the goals and habits and routines that we're talking about today. Setting your attention is really, really important. And lastly, my last thought about that is the intention you set is important. Our intention sets the tone of whatever we are about to do. Like music, intention, or setting an intention, I should say, can influence our mood, thoughts, feelings, and behavior. Setting an intention in the morning, we set the tone for the rest of the day. And that's my secret motivational routine hack for you. And if you feel like you're stuck in a routine rut, listen to this podcast again, this episode, and make tweaks and changes in your behaviors to support your vision and your goals for your life. So please let me know how this lesson lands with you today. It is taken from my heart and also in response. And a thank you to my listeners who talk with me via email and that inspired this podcast today. So let me know how this lesson I'm teaching with you lands with you. And if you have any other questions or opinions about it, please feel free to email me at Dr. Mercer, that's D-E-R-M-E-R-C-E-R at PositiveLifeAnswers.com. Feel free to email me your questions and comments also by going to my website, PositiveLifeAnswers.com and using the contact us form for my website. And I'll respond to your questions and comments. And sometimes it evolves into a podcast episode like today. So don't forget to go to the website and contact me about it. And while you're at my website, you can see in our online store, the book Spontaneous Optimism, Bouncing Back from Difficult Times. And you can get that directly from me and I'll autograph that to you. And if you're stuck in a rut and stuck and need more helps on these topics, you can contact me about my unique patented, what I call, quote, intensive coaching, end of quote, sessions. Please use my email that I just gave you or go to my website to contact me and I will answer your questions and discuss with you what it's all about. And if you do that now, I will give you a free 20-minute consultation about this method, intensive coaching, and see if that's right for you. So let me know if you're ready to take a leap in your path to change and improve your life. A note to my listeners. This podcast aims to provide useful information to my listeners. It's published with the understanding that your host, Dr. Marianne Mercer, is not engaged in rendering professional services, counseling, or therapy through the contents and comments of this podcast if you need professional services. Professional services is is sought by my listeners, such as counseling, psychotherapy, or other help. You're responsible for seeking the services of competent professional. I suggest you call your local psychological association, or contact your primary care doctor for a specific um, list of in-network referrals in your area. So thank you for listening. can barely wait to hear from you about this podcast episode. It felt really good to answer your questions. So thank you. This is what this podcast space is all about. So make it a fantastic day and make it a fantastic week. Positively, Dr. Mary. Mm-hmm.